0: Welcome to the ADHD Refresh Podcast. My name is Anne Maria Spina, and I am an expert in ADHD transformation for entrepreneurs. Okay, we are back for another episode of the ADHD Refresh, and I am so freaking excited because I have a very amazing special guest with us today, Bree Carter, and I have been talking to you for a while, and I'm just so excited. I freaking love her energy, and yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Bree. Of course. Thank you for having me. This is my second podcast interview.
1: So I feel so honored. I'm just like, oh, people actually want to hear what I got to say. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. So I'm okay. super duper pumped because I think, you know, one getting diagnosed with ADHD, I thought I was all on my own. And then I found you, your content your page and what you do. And I was just like, this could not be more perfect. So of course, you know, with the most ADHD brain, I was like, I got a message her and what did I do? Message her like 2 seconds later, <laughs> jump in your DMs. And I was like, "Oh my god, I love you." Surprisingly, <laughs> like you messaged me back with a video message which I absolutely adore and love and it was just awesome. I was just, "Oh, so attracted and so yeah. magnetized by your energy. So I'm really, really glad that I found you and then also had the opportunity
0: to come on to your podcast. Yeah, no, I'm just super excited. You sent me a video message first and I was like, oh, this is my girl. <laughs> I love video message voice notes. And I, I feel like I send them to some people and they don't really want them. I'm like, you're going to get it. <laughs>
1: yeah, Oh no, I, tell, I like, feel like we should probably have a disclaimer on our profiles. Like if we had the room and the 120 characters that we have, we'll send you unsolicited messages, not even trying to get you to buy anything, but just because we like want to connect with you. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> That's a that's the amazing thing about the niche, though, right? And that's like why um, I just love working with ADHD entrepreneurs and connecting with them because honestly, I feel like everybody in the community has such a big, fat heart that it's like you just vibe straight away. And that's you know part of the reason why I wanted to have you on was because I just love your message. I love you know I was just telling her earlier that she's so cool, calm, and collected, and I'm like I feel like I'm but <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> But yeah. Okay, cool. I want to dive in. So the purpose basically of the episode today is for us to talk about Bree and this amazing thing that she's doing to help entrepreneurs to prevent burnout. And um, we're going to be talking a lot about how you invest in yourself, like you invest in your business, right? And we're going to talk a lot about how you focus on your small wins. You can be an empowered leader in that space and um, not letting your to-do list control your day. And then last but not least, how we can make business so much freaking fun. So I am super excited. So let's dive into it. But before we get started, um, please introduce yourself and tell us about your story and your journey with ADHD and business.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So mine is very new, but I think whenever I got diagnosed, my whole entire life has never made more sense ever. And so, so my name is Bree. Let's start with that. That's probably important. (laughs) (laughs) And I am the course creator of the empowered entrepreneur program. I created the empowered entrepreneur system and it really helps us entrepreneurs figure out how to kind of ditch the idea, ditch this pressure or need to always consistently nonstop work, without feeling like you're taking time away from your business, we all love and get energized by our business. I think there's like trying this weird balance that we try to find, like okay, I I need to rest, but I also really get energized by my business. How do I find that balance? And it was a straight up struggle bus for me. (laughs) I was definitely the captain of the USS struggle when I first started my business, where I ended up completely burning out because I was just so, you know, classic ADHD, hyper-focused on this new thing that I absolutely loved so much to the point that I ended up completely burning out, like just dropping my business, not even like you know, touching it for, I want to say it was like four to six months. I can't remember quite off the top of my head, but it was a while where I was just so repelled from it. And I knew that it was definitely something that I was, um, I felt called to, I felt like I had a purpose that I want to continue pick up. And so that's what I did. I actually ended up creating this system specifically for me to figure out how to completely ditch burnout. And also make sure that I'm going into my business as the empowered entrepreneur. And that's how I teach, or that's what I teach entrepreneurs now is how to do that with this system. that doesn't take a ton of time away from your business because we definitely have to be giving to ourselves to show up as that leader so that we're not like showing up, you know, as these I don't want to call them leaders, but employees in our business mm-hmm. and then giving these, what I like to call like 10 cent decisions or actions to our business. When in reality, if we just like sit, focus, give to ourselves and give our you know business like 150, $250 transactions versus the 10 cents transactions, mm-hmm. like you know, that's completely different. I want to focus on the big, meaningful, impactful transactions. And the only way that I can do that is if I show up as this empowered leader, that's ready to go. I feel good, you know, um, all that stuff. So that's really what I do. And that's my backstory. And I got diagnosed (laughs) back in the summer and it just all made sense. So.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everything (laughs) that you're hitting on, it's like, yep, I agree. I've done that. (laughs) I've done that. (laughs) Like, I think, um, as, Exactly. Like you mentioned people with ADHD, right. It's so easy for us to just go like ham on a project and be like, okay, I'm just going to go 5,000%. And then you get to the end of it and you're like, I am absolutely exhausted. And, um, to what so much of what you're saying, like, you can't, you just can't run a successful business if you're not fully looking after yourself. I mean, there's people out there who do do that, but you're not happy. They're not like fulfilled and their body is not like being looked after properly. And so exactly. I just think if you like fill your own cup up and take actual time, like I had to actually learn how to take personal time, like prioritize myself, which I was like teaching myself that and still am. And it's like, okay, when that voice comes in my head of like, Oh no, you can't go have fun today. You know, You haven't hit your target for the month. It's like, oh my God, you're like a person first, your business comes second. Yeah, (laughs) no, I totally agree. And I love that you said that because
1: I think that's why for me, I had to create this system because I was like, I need this to be like, like automatic because I know it's a thing that I absolutely have to be doing but how do I get myself to almost automatically do it? It was through building habits. And I think a lot of times people are like, Oh, habits are so hard. Like, you know, they take so much to do. And I'm like, actually habit building is super duper simple. Mm -hmm. As long as you do it for like two minutes each day Mm -hmm. or not even each day, but just two minutes consistently and get your reps in, you build those habits. And that's why I try to look at, um, self-care as a habit versus like, Oh, it's a a nice to have. I'm like, no, we, just like air, you got to breathe. You got to like actually take care of yourself too. Especially like you just said, coming in as the entrepreneur, especially when we're new, a lot of times, a lot of us are solopreneurs. Like our business is truly reliant upon the inputs that we give. So if we have crappy, almost said a bad word, crappy 10 cent, um, inputs, that's not going to make like a difference mm-hmm. in our business. What are the profitable tasks? What are those things that I can truly focus on, um, in my business? And if I show up as an empowered entrepreneur and I'm really well taken care of, I feel good. You're going to be able to make those, you know, empowered decisions. And I think it's mm-hmm. so weird. I loved what you just said, um, just a moment ago is that sometimes like people don't do it and, they just completely are like not having fun in their business. And that's not fun. Like a lot of us build these businesses because we have a passion. We have a drive. Like Mm -hmm. this is the thing that just lights us up and we want to make sure that, you know, we're taking care of ourselves so we can continue to have that be our passion. If not, you just turn back to like this weird employee relationship with your business. And it's like, what the heck? Like you quit for time freedom or you're trying to get there because you want time, freedom, money, so on and so forth. You want to be your own boss. You want to, you know, make your own decisions, but you can't do that. If you're showing up as an employee,
0: just like trying to check off your to-do list, you know what I'm saying? Yes, literally. Like, um, I just have so many things running through my mind. Honestly, I did a. I you know, I just went on a tangent. I know, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I just posted a reel today about how it's like, you know, when you're when you're talking to somebody and you're having a conversation, your brain's like, yeah, 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 and all of a sudden you go to talk and you're like, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, same. No. <laughs> but I think like, you know, your point to what you're saying. um is it so important to prioritize how you're showing up for yourself. And when you actually start showing up for yourself, like everything in business seems to like fall into place. Um, I had somebody who said to me one time, you know, uh, I can't remember what happened. It was like in a group coaching program or something like that. And the coach said, you know, nobody wants to work with a tired coach because this one person was talking about how they were super exhausted after they launched and like, they weren't looking forward to their launch. And So yeah, they were like, look after yourself. Like literally nobody wants to work with a tired coach, not even coach, but just nobody wants to work with somebody who's tired. Like I am so gravitated towards people who like have energy. I want to work with like contractors who are like, boom, 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 boom. You know, they're on the go and they're like, you can tell that they have a well oiled machine because they Mm -hmm. fill their own cup up. Like Mm -hmm. those are my people that gets me excited. Right. That's somebody who, you know, can perform. And I want to work with other people who are prioritizing themselves as well. It's super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird though. Like
1: sometimes I think we, because it's not a tangible thing, Mm -hmm. like self-care, you're like, Oh, I I don't really need to do self-care because Mm -hmm. it's not tangible. I can't see the results. It gets put on the back burner and it's so unfortunate because we know that when you do you know whatever it is for yourself that might look like self-care the person that you are is just this awesome radiating human being like you said that shows up in your business that just naturally gra- or has people gravitating towards mm-hmm. you and i i love that actually i had to write that down nobody wants to work with a
0: tired coach yeah. that's awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so true right so, okay. Let's go back to like super basics here. Cause I think we know what we're talking about in terms of self-care, but you know, I want to ask you, what is self-care for those who are listening? Yeah. So self-care is anything
1: that you do to manage stress, take care of yourself. It is super broad in definition for good reason, because I think a lot of times you know, and I think we're past this for a lot of people, but some people still think this, they think that self-care is like bubble baths and like getting your nails done. And I'm like, okay, if that is you, and that's what like truly fills you up and that's your thing, then like go get after it. Like I'm here for you as long as you're doing it consistently. However, self-care is so broad in nature. Like for me, I'm weird I like murder. So (laughs) through documentaries and podcasts is like a way for me to kind of step away from my business, fill myself up, make myself feel good. And I can listen to that very quickly, like driving, maybe running. I also love making tea. That's another thing for me. So I consistently have like this ritual, if you will, where I make my tea. And so that is self-care for me that I can do every single day. It's just something that allows you to put into yourself so that you can show up to whatever priorities that you have in life. And for us specifically, our business, so that you're truly coming into this CEO ship as you know, an empowered leader, you don't want to be the employee, but really coming to the top, okay, the true decision maker, that is what self care does for us. And so that's kind of my definition of self care. And the definition, if you go look it up is very
0: broad nature too. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think it's like, self care is so um, like, it's super different for everybody, right? I think there's, there's different acts of self-care. There's like super tiny, really small ones. I really like in terms of what you were mentioning, building habits, which we're going to talk about in a minute, I think. Um, and then I think there's like huge acts of self-care, right. And I think of self-care as self-love because I've been on this journey of self-love and learning to actually genuinely love myself and appreciate myself. And so self-care for me is, how can I show myself today that I really love myself? And so, um, you know, some of them like super fun that I love doing is like recently I'm like freaking obsessed with the gym, like crazy obsessed. Right. And so different forms of self-care show up. It's like, okay, going to the gym when I see myself at the gym, right. I used to always want Some sexy dude to come over and be like, "Damn, girl, you're looking good." Now I just look at myself in the mirror and I'm flirting with myself and I'm having a good time. (laughs) Also, (laughs) you have me to
1: like hype you up in your comments
0: too. Like, we don't need that. (laughs) No, I know, but it's like as soon as I started realizing that I can give myself that love, yeah, it's it's like totally shifted. You can flirt with yourself, you can love yourself, you can appreciate yourself, right? You don't have to have these external things. And um, so I think there's such a broad spectrum of self care, but I love the work that you're doing particularly because it's almost taking like the super tiny little things to accumulate into this one huge thing. Right. So for me going to the gym and flirting with myself, that's great. That's something that I've been doing for a while, but somebody who's getting into the gym. Okay. Maybe for you, your habit, your small step of self-care is literally putting your shoes on, tying them up and walking to the end of your driveway and back. Right. That's it. Yes. That is what I freaking
1: love to hear. This is, I mean, girl, I'm just over here. Applaus, <laughs> applause. No, but that's beautiful. And I think you hit it right on the head, which is so important that, you know, a lot of times people are like, okay, I know for me, self care is going to be, use your example, getting into the gym. I love it. Movement's awesome. However, if you are not a gym goer and you're all the way over here at point A and you're trying mm-hmm. to get to point Z, How do you break that up so that you're successful? A lot of times people start with these like very big, large goals, but they do them so inconsistently Mm -hmm. and the inconsistency gets you nowhere. Mm. And what's really cool is that there is this, um, there's this model called basically like tiny habits. And it shows you that if you get 1% better, you're going to get, I think it's like 37 point something percent better over the course of a year. But if you do absolutely nothing, then you're actually going to drop off and get worse, which is interesting because you're like, well, I didn't do anything. I should be Uh stagnant. No, because you're not doing anything. You're actually going down and getting worse. So really what we want to focus on is doing these small teeny tiny habits, over the course of the time and building them up so that they compound. That's the thing about habits that people forget. They're like, okay, I got to go, you know, large and in charge for me to make a difference. Anything in life is not going about or not about going big. It's really about consistent action every Mm -hmm. single day. Mm -hmm. That's where you win your money and you're so right. And when you're like, okay, maybe it's just tying my shoes, putting my shoes on, you know, whatever it does to get you just a little bit closer to
0: your goal that is perfect. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. So, um, I, yeah, I just get, I get so excited about this kind of stuff because it's all tiny little habits. It's all just shifting things a little bit. Right. So, um, for a lot of people, not a lot of people, I guess there are some people with ADHD, right. And they will say consistency is like their nightmare. So (sighs) what do you recommend for somebody who, um, has this philosophy that they can't be consistent, right? How do you support somebody on that journey into being somebody who's consistent? that I love that because
1: I learned the reason why I struggled with consistency so much was because of my ADHD. It's like a love, hate relationship with like structure and habits. I'm like, I just want to live and like adventure through life. And <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, girl, you might want to get like a little morning routine down. So you're <laughs> like lying out the door, like tea in hand, you know, hair just looking a little crazy, but I think for me, what I had to kind of figure out, and this is what we do with the Empowered Entrepreneur System and Program is okay, even for the non neurotypicals, me, how can I make sure that people are successful? There are some very basic principles about humans that we know. We know that. The more willpower it takes, we're just probably not going to do it. So it's going to be beneficial for us to just start small. And I think that is a huge thing. Like we just talked about that people have to say, okay, it doesn't take that long to build a habit. We say two minutes a day. That's literally it, find something and do it two minutes a day. And just start with two minutes. If you want to go past the two minutes, then great. But just start with getting your body or getting some momentum behind you into that action for two minutes. And there you are, you're golden. So that's the big thing is one, just starting with a tiny little habit, but then two, also having the understanding that again, it does not take great action to start See success in a habit or whatever you're doing in life, it takes consistent action. So, how do I ensure that I'm going to be consistent? Tiny little action. So, those two together is how you absolutely win and succeed in building those habits. If not, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I totally lost my train of thought. I was like, (laughs) I love that so much. I'm keeping it real. (laughs) Those two things making sure that you're one focusing on the tiny little habits of two minutes a day. And then also having the understanding that just those two minutes makes a huge impact. You don't have to go big or go home when it comes to building habits.
0: Um, I think that's super important, right? Because I think even with like building business, there's, uh, the things that you need to do to produce income, right? I call them your income producing activities. What are the things that you're doing every day? Damn, sometimes that shit ain't glamorous at all. And you're like, ah, yeah. oh. and you're like, I really don't want to do this, right? And so I think it's just finding little things to support you on your journey, right? I think everything in life is just all about learning every day and having more self-awareness for the next day for you to show up a little bit better. So if you're not consistent, it's like, okay, you know, um, the planner that I use, the aligned Planner, it has a, a habit tracker in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, just write down the data. It doesn't matter. It, did you do it? Or did you not, if you didn't do it, don't beat yourself up about it. It's just data yes. move on with your life. And then at the end of the quarter, you can say, okay, cool. Based on my habit tracker, you know, I had the results that I wanted or I didn't. And yeah, maybe sometimes it's like, hey, look, I only did my income producing activities 70% of the time and I still was really successful. So what does that tell you? Cool. You can still be successful without being 100% all the time. Right. But without that information and without tracking it and knowing how can you, um, yeah, how can you move forward and be successful with things? So exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. That is definitely a huge, portion of successful habits too, is tracking them. And that's what the empowered entrepreneur system does. Um, cause a lot of times people are like, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do this. And, you know, like you said, it's, I think, especially from an entrepreneur standpoint, like data driven decisions are the absolute best. It it just takes the emotion out. Like, Mm -hmm. is something happening? Is it not? Where can I find some efficiencies? Where am I lacking? Where are my gaps? So on and so forth. But I'm curious for you, because I personally found this challenging. How do you. How do you review some of that information and not beat yourself up? Because a lot of times I, like, I know for me, when I first started out, especially with like my, my habits and my habit tracker, like I would feel like a complete poo bag if I didn't do like my one thing. And it felt like my whole entire day was just like ruined because I didn't do it. And I don't know if you're different, but I'm just curious to know if you've ever had like a similar experience and how you might've worked through that. mm mm-hmm.
0: I think a lot of it, honestly, like coming back to the self-love, the self-acceptance, the self-appreciation, like we're humans, we're not robots. And so for me, um, you know, my, that's where I got the uh, phrase, Lisa Carpenter, it's just data. Right. And the more that I repeat that to myself, yeah, it's just data. It's just data. Like my, your, the way that you show up every day is just like unconscious habits. And so with your system that you're kind of mentioning as well, right? It's, it's focusing on those small things to start moving the needle forward. And when you actually start implementing those things, it makes it a lot easier, but yeah, just having, having love and and compassion and kindness for myself because old me, I hated myself so much that if I even, I wouldn't even look at a habit tracker because I, I same thing, like shame spiral if I didn't do it, but now so much of it is embedded in like self-love and it's like, I'm doing the damn best that I can every single day. So is everybody, right? We're all showing up doing the best that we freaking can every single day. Yeah. There's some days when literally I checked off everything on my to-do list except my three critical items. (laughs) And then it's like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to laugh about it. And like, what can I do tomorrow? Okay. Tomorrow I have more attention on my critical items. So yeah, I love that.
1: I I really, truly love that. Not only just for obviously regular neurotypical entrepreneurs, but especially for those of us who have ADHD, sometimes I think we compare ourselves to regular entrepreneurs or just other entrepreneurs that we see online. And we're Mm -hmm. like, well, if I was just X, Y, and Z, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I could have that same growth. I could be, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so I love that you just hit on really truly, you know, embracing, internalizing that self-love because you need it every single day as an entrepreneur, because it is not a pretty journey 24 seven. It is yeah. not Like you just mentioned earlier, where, you know, there's some things that we just don't love doing. There's some things that are just like a drag. And some days we get everything done, except, you know, the two big three items that we really considered our profit drivers for that day. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you said that you just kind of lead in, um, you know, have mentality of just self-love at the center at the core. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's so important. I'm
0: definitely going to write that down because I love taking little nuggets. That's awesome. There's a book called, um, it's literally my Bible and, uh, inside the ADHD business university. Um, my students read it as well. It's called love Mm -hmm. yourself. Like your life depends on it by Kamal Ravikant. Oh, I'll I'll put it in the show notes and I can send it to you as well. Um, yeah, I'm a big, I love reading. Yeah. Yeah, And it totally literally changed the game for me, changed the relationship with myself. And, uh, it's really cool. Cause it links back to what we're talking about, the tiny habits that we're doing to rewire your brain to change the way that you are showing up for yourself. And it's super uncomfortable at first for me to tell myself that I love myself originally was like, no, not happening. It feels like so foreign, right? Yeah. yeah. It felt so foreign. And then now I can actually say like, oh my God, I love myself and genuinely mean it. And a lot of my students, the same thing, you know, it's like, okay, you just need to tell yourself that you love yourself like habitually, right? Until it starts to get wired in. It's not about the, the believing. It's just about the consistency to to do it. Exactly what you're, you're mentioning is in your, your empowered entrepreneur system is just doing that habit every day.
1: Yes. And you know, that totally reminds me, we talked about this a few weeks ago, or I don't know how long time blindness, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, some time ago in the past, we were talking about this where we were like, okay it is so important to think about your identity because once Mm -hmm. you have that identity, once Mm -hmm. you embrace it, you start taking actions Mm -hmm. from there. So I can totally see that when you're like, okay, I'm going to prioritize love. I'm going to, or self-love, I'm going to really internalize it, make it my core. And then once you do that, everything else kind of like what you were talking about is very, very natural where, you know, I didn't get everything done today. Totally fine. Let's figure out how we can, you know, restart restructure for tomorrow and be more successful. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. No, totally. The identity piece is so important. Like yeah. I heard somebody else talking about it the other day. These two girls I follow, uh, on Instagram, I was just telling you about them earlier. KK fit. They're so awesome, but they were talking Wait, about I identity. I know them. <laughs> Yo, straight up. They're so good. <laughs> what did the kids say? We we stand. I'm so behind on
1: the terms. I'm like, what does that mean? I was like, I like them. My sister's like, I stand for them.
0: I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But um, yeah, they were talking about identity too. And, and they had such a simple way of putting it right. Like whoever you want to be, just be that person today, right? Like cut the bullshit and just start being that. Okay. If you want to be somebody who's excited about your work, just fucking be excited. If you're somebody who wants to like give love to other people, give love to other people, give love to yourself. Right. And I think um, yeah. it's, it's like, it's, it's an energy is what it is. It's a different energy behind it. It's, mm-hmm. we could do a whole podcast episode. Maybe that'll be our next podcast episode. I, I know, know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. we can't go into that. We don't have time. <laughs> I live <rat-free>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reel it in. <laughs> We're okay. so so ready. Funny. Um, Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, what I want to kind of talk about now is your empowered entrepreneur system, right? Like I was looking at your Instagram and it's just so freaking cool. You've made an app that is so simple to use. So, um, yeah, tell us all about it.
1: Yeah. So through the course, we go through literally the start point all the way to the actual creation of your system. So we really start again, like we were just talking about with the identity And then we'll go through a complete audit through that system. So what I have on my Instagram on the app is just one part of the system. Everybody sees like the daily part, Mm -hmm. but there are so many tools and resources built into that system to help us get to the final, you know, how do I pick my intentions? How do I pick the habits that I'm going to build? It's all based upon everything that we did in this audit section. And then once we get that audit information, we'll kind of look at, okay, what's going to be the most beneficial habits that i can implement that are i'm going to be able to do on a consistent basis and we'll pick those three and then plug them into your system and then that system helps you track on a daily basis everything or not everything but the habits that you're supposed to be consistently doing just for 2 minutes a day and then that's it and then at the end of the week we just do a quick roundup to see you know How did things go? What didn't go well? Maybe we need to tweak it here and there because my purpose in doing all this and building the system is making sure that it works for somebody, not against them in the sense that I want you to be able to take the system long after you leave me and be able to use it and implement it past me. I never want to be a crutch for entrepreneurs. I want you to take what you learn and then go from there, be able to mold it and um, really just tweak it so that it consistently works for you because habit are, I should say self-care habits more so are things that are fluid. They can change. Sometimes like for me, I used to, Oh gosh, what was a big one for me? Ooh, I used to be a gym, a big gym goer three days a week maybe with two Peloton days. So three lifting days, two Peloton days. But for me, that's no longer one of the habits that I focus on. I just focus on movement. So a lot of times it's just walking now and just getting outside and being connected to, um, the outdoors and nature. Mm -hmm. So I just want people to be able to kind of tweak it and make it work for them because you're going to change You're you're a malleable person. You're ever fluid. And I want you to be able to make sure that your system has the same ability to kind of adjust to your changing behaviors as well. So that's why I created the system. That's what we do. We go from audit and then we take all that audit information, plug it into your system, and then you get started on your habits right then and there. It does not take long. It's just about getting through that quick little audit piece and then getting started on doing your habits every single day, six minutes a day. That's it. Six minutes total. So,
0: okay. I love that. I think it's so good, right? Because it's, um, I'm just seeing it like in my mind, right? As this huge funnel, like what is the bigger vision that you have for your life, right? And um, it sounds like your program is very similar to mine in the sense of like taking this big idea that you have for yourself, putting it into a funnel and like kind of squeezing it down into like, okay, what do I actually do this quarter, this month? Like what is going to make me in your personal life move the needle forward, right? absolutely. I think it's so important too. like you mentioned the flow, right? I, I used to have the craziest idea about how my life was going to look. I honestly thought that, okay, this schedule that I'm going to set up, like, you know, I don't know, a year ago, I was Uh like, I'm going to set this schedule up and this schedule is going to be for life. So I need to make (laughs) sure that I really like this. (laughs) Literally, I'm not kidding you. I thought, down. It was set in stone, so I better make it right. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I no a testament to the journey, <laughs> the journey that I am personal diver- development journey that I've been on. But oh my god, it was like it was so crazy, and now I'm in this place of like girl flow, like live your life, like. Yeah. Some months are going to look like super structured. Some months Mm -hmm. are going to look like total flow. Some years are going to look the same as yours. Other years are going to be like a total shit show. Other years are going to be like, you were exploring a different part of yourself. And through that came different routines, different habits, different uh, like exercises, communities, all this kind of stuff. And so I just love how you mentioned like the flow things change. You're a human. We're here to like experience and explore. And mm, I love. yeah, that.
1: no, I actually just went back and updated my, um, identity. So for the system, every mm-hmm. single day, you'll read your empowered entrepreneur identity. Um, you'll go through your like quick intention words, and then you'll just track off, um, you know, what habits you have. And so I actually had to make a couple of tweaks to my identity because mine was definitely for old Brie, but there's some reminders that I had to plug in for myself um, specifically about consistency and consistent mm-hmm. action. And just remembering, you know, it's just baby steps. I wanted to make sure that I truly internalize that, embrace that. And so I updated my identity. And so I love that you said that, you know, who you are this month to next month to the quarter to the year can be completely different. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. And I, it just totally reminded me, I was like, oh yeah, I actually did that the other day where I had to update my identity to really make it align for who I currently am and who I'm striving to be, um, in the future. So
0: Oh God! This episode is bringing fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not featured breeze, happy dances. Hells yeah! <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, let's let's start to kind of like recap some of the stuff for anybody who's maybe zoned out for a little bit here and there, right? Let's recap um, some of the benefits of doing, you know, the work that we're talking about—the self-care, the habits, the um, mm-hmm. you know, looking at data. So, what would you say are the benefits of doing this? Yeah.
1: So, I think the big thing is if you want to show up and drive a successful business forward, you have to be taking care of yourself. And then everything else can kind of flow underneath that. But that is just the main premise that you are truly the driver, the leader of your business. Think of you as, like, you know, physically a driver, and then your business is your car. If you want to get to Profitsville, we don't have a Tesla, unfortunately. We actually have to physically drive ourselves there. And if we want to make it across country, because Profitsville is not like this, this is mm-hmm. not a 15-minute drive. It is truly a journey. We have to figure out, okay, how do I take care of myself, the driver, on this cross-country trips? Where can I kind of break up and chunk this? trip so that I can take a break, rest, make it fun and enjoyable so that when I get to Profitsville or as I drive to Profitsville, it's not miserable. That yeah. is kind of yeah. how I like to liken why we want to focus on putting into ourselves. Because again, we are the drivers, the leaders, the empowered entrepreneurs of our businesses. And we are truly the people that help us push our business forward. So got yeah. to be yeah. taken care of number one.
0: Hell yeah. That was hit the nail on the head. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So basically, to cover everything, you know, some of the stuff that we talked about is self care. How you you use self care to manage your stress, right? How you implement rituals to support you on this. Um, the consistency comes from just two minutes a day, right? Just two minutes of going inwards and saying, "If I am somebody who truly and lo- uh, truly loves myself, how can I prioritize myself today?"
1: Simple, um, simple. Keep it
0: simple. Super yes. simple, right? Um, and I really like how you mentioned the term data driven decisions, right? That's something that I wrote down here and it's, that's what it is, is looking at the data and then saying, okay, what's the next decision that I need to make from here to support myself better Absolutely, Um, having baby steps. I love that so much so that you can see your success. And then like literally having fun. Like, I think sometimes we get so serious about life and it's like, you're here to enjoy the journey. Like freaking laugh today. Find a way to like have some fun or connect with the people you love or whatever. Right. At the end of the day on your tombstone, they are not going to put was a great business person. Right. So I think it's super important to remind yourself of that and, and to look after yourself while you're building this extravagant, amazing, beautiful dream life for yourself. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. When you're having fun, business is just,
1: I mean, it just, it happens so naturally, like you yeah. said earlier, like everything just kind of falls into place. Whoa. So I cannot say that enough. Like don't take it too seriously, easier said than done, but definitely show up and have fun in your business. There's a reason there's a passion that you had behind getting into your business. Don't let that die because you're burning yourself out and running yourself into
0: the ground. Like it mm-hmm. should be fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. 500%. I am having so much fun with you on here. As you're saying this, I'm like, this is what it's all about. <laughs> it's So good. <laughs> So, I want you to tell us now how we can work with you and where we can follow you. I love it. So, you, I'm
1: again, ADHD. I had to focus on one. I was like, maybe I should do Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. find me on the one and only Instagram. That's it. That's all I can keep up with. And my handle is it's brie.carter. And if you go into my profile, I actually have a training for everybody going over how you can better show up in your business as an empowered entrepreneur and totally ditch this idea and need to consistently nonstop work. I want you to have fun in your business and so that's exactly what we go over that training, or go over in that training. So that is where you can find me. Uh, obviously, you can find me in Amory's comments all the time, hyping her up.
0: <laughs> Love it, hell yeah, queen. <laughs> we're we're there to support the party for each other. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that's where you can find me on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm going to uh, link all of that in the show notes here, so that everybody can have a um, go over there and follow you, and I'll remind them about your uh, your free training that you have as well. So awesome. yeah. Okay. So we're ending this podcast and it has been so much freaking fun to have you on. And you know, for anybody who is listening, please, please, please go follow Brie. Her energy is freaking amazing. And her vibe is so good. She's so cool, calm, collected. and cool. <laughs> Like you're, you're like, like cool, calm, collected, but you're also so full of life. I'm like, you just got it together. Girl.
1: <laughs> I asked my boyfriend
0: something like that.
1: And he was like, no, she was having a meltdown in the bathroom the other day. <laughs> oh,
0: that's life. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please um, share this with your friends, screenshot it on your phone and then tag us, put it in your story so that we can reshare it for you. Um, and so we can connect with you because we love connecting so much with our listeners. It's all about the community. And like we mentioned, we love, love, love the ADHD entrepreneurs. So um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Brie. It has been so much fun. And I so look Absolutely. forward to having you back. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks. We'll see you later. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Have you begun to realize how powerful this work really is each and every time that you tune in, you're learning to master this work. You're transforming your own life and your business. If you are someone who really loves to help other people, please share this episode on social media to help transform someone else's life. And if you really love this episode and you found value, please leave me a review. It will help us create a positive change and shift the way the world sees ADHD. I also really love to connect with my listeners. So you can find me on Instagram and clubhouse at annemarie.espina. And if you have any questions, please email hello at And your questions may be featured in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and I will see you next time.